afternoon, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another fine, fantastic, frosty sort of Friday for Torch Report 523. Reality is more savage than you think. Uh, today, we'll be putting on our thinking caps and taking a long, hard look at some uh, hard things to look at, uh, taking a look at what's really going on out there. But hey, I hope you're staying warm. It's the polar flea, uh, freeze right now as temperatures have plunged down into the single digits and the snow keeps piling up. So kind of aligned with the theme of this week's reflections on Thomas Jefferson, the spirit of resistance, the essential American soul. Today, I want to extend the conversation out toward some practical solutions, really kind of thinking it through. Prior to solving society's plethora of problems, it is in fact imperative that we grasp the depravity of human nature. And ultimately, it is this savage human nature unleashed without moral restraint that shatters the illusion of peace and stability in society. So forgive me today, friends, for leading into the discussion with a few uh, heart to stomach, a few disgusting headlines. And first up here, a headline out that says seven men, seven men, gang rape two toddlers in a shopping mall restroom and then post the video online it's it's repulsive i can't i can't even comprehend the evil of it okay uh i don't even know what to say but just understand the savage nature of human uh the savageness of human nature seven grown men raping two toddlers and posting a fucking video online pardon the french that is 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 the epitome of evil now the uh another couple of articles out there virginia cops warn homeowners if you see a woman selling roses you're about to be robbed and then that story there are people going around women going around and they're they're of course they're partnered up with a man but they go around and they've got flowers and they knock on the door they ring the bell hey we got some flowers for you and as soon as the homeowner opens the door the guy comes around the corner cold cocks the homeowners probably knocks them out rapes them steals their stuff okay under the auspice of extending a, a nice Rose, they are claiming, or they're coming to uh, to c- take your stuff. You know, be robbed. Well, it just again, it's sick. It's deceitful. It's evil. And then another awful story out about a female student who beat an elderly high school teacher. So this old teacher, this high school student, just beats the hell out of her so badly that the teacher is sent to the hospital. And this is happening every damn day in the United States of America. So when we open our eyes to the depravity of human nature, it's sickening. It's hard to read the headlines, let alone imagine the horrors of these sorts of things happening. But these crimes... Crimes like these, crimes that are much worse, they are in fact happening all around us every single day. And why is that? The simple answer is because evil people do evil things. That's the simple answer. You know, more nuanced, somebody would say, you know, the idea that desperate people do desperate things. However, in in many examples, there was nothing desperate about it. Uh, where my head's at with that, you think about, you know, all the, you know, all these young kids smash and grab and doing all this. Well, the the caught, you know, they're they're so put out, they're so discriminated against, they're so oppressed, they have no choice but to uprise and and do all these criminal things. That's horseshit. Uh, really, if you look at what's happening, these are heinous crimes that are 
being committed intentionally. They didn't happen by accident. These are predators who are hurting people on purpose, preying upon innocent people, inflicting pain on purpose. And in my mind, that is the very definition of evil. Now, you know, liberals like to make excuses for this kind of behavior, right? They want boys to be able to go into girls' bathrooms and and on and on and on. They'll make excuses, such ridiculous excuses like the, the illegal immigrants didn't know that the rape was illegal, you know, as if. As if I don't I comprehend where people's heads are at on that. But, you know, I think that anybody that makes an excuse like that should be considered complicit in these crimes and held accountable for the pain that is being inflicted. You know, there's a I put a screenshot here in the article to, uh, in the report today. Friends, if you're listening on the podcast platform, please know you just have to go to the torchreport.com. Check out the torchreport.com. You'll see this screenshot of a headline. A Muslim man who raped a 13 year old girl was allowed to walk free because he didn't know that rape was illegal. So I'm not making this stuff up. Uh, but darker still, even, you know, not just liberals making excuses for this evil, darker still are the theologies, particularly of the Islamic fundamentalists, who actively rationalize and justify this brutal sort of abuse as if it has been sanctioned by God. Okay, and I put a a couple of articles in here. Uh, ISIS enshrines a theology of rape. That's coming from the New York Times. Over at NPR, we have the Islamic State uses the Quran to justify the rape of innocent women. We've got another article, Islamic, uh, Islamic rapists spared jail because the student believed that women are worthless. The student believes that women are worthless. Oh, gosh. I mean, if you believe women are worthless and the Quran justifies you raping them, then go right ahead. No problem. You know, you get to each their own, right? Wrong. Wrong. It's evil. Now, uh, and then the, the fourth article, you know, the truth about Muslims and sex slavery according to the Quran. So uh, it, it's critical, friends, to realize that this barbaric mindset is actually on the ascent right now. Rather than being in decline, rather than humanity becoming more civilized, we need to understand and wrap our minds around the fact that Islam is the world's fastest growing religion, and it's second only to Christianity in its total number of practitioners. In fact, in case you did not know, uh, with over two billion followers on planet Earth, uh, Islam is projected to overtake Christianity by the mid-21st century. So while the leftists would like you to believe that Islam is a mostly peaceful religion, and friends, there is a a thin shred of truth in that, uh, that most Muslims may in fact be peaceful. That's really hard to say. A thin shred of truth. Uh, The reality is, though, as demonstrated above, Islam has a well-documented track record of cranking out uh, more violent, radical extremists than any other religion, and they have left a horrific trail of terror, of rape, of bodies blown to bits in their wake. So keep that in mind uh, when you hear people talking about how peaceful Islam is. Now, Matter of fact, today's headlines are jam-packed with all kinds of buzz and hype around the Houthi rebels. Oh my gosh, the Houthi rebels, they've been bombed and they're vowing revenge. And of course, Hamas, you know, Hamas is evil. I'm sorry, Hamas, the evil baby killers, you know, Hamas, that Hamas, they're they're being, uh, you know, they're being genocided by the, the Israelis and all that kind of crap anyway. But 
both the Houthis and Hamas, they are driven by radical Islamic ideologies. And look what they have been doing to people, to innocent women and children. Again, killing them, maiming them, raping them, and posting the videos, okay? It's just sick. But these people believe that they are in a holy war against Israel and the United States, and they are willing to die for their beliefs. Think about that, Islamic radical, Islamic terrorists and extremists and Houthi rebels and Hamas baby killers, they would be willing to die for their belief. And it would not be a stretch to claim that these jihadists are hard, isolate, and stoic. As we were talking about yesterday, there is no fact that they are denying, uh, there's no denying the fact that these people are cold-blooded killers, you know. Uh, Now, those words, hard, isolate, and stoic, those traits were once the hallmark of the essential American soul. That's what we were talking about. Uh, the quote from D.H. Lawrence said that the, the, the essential American soul is hard, isolate, stoic, and a killer. Okay, We were talking about that, trying to put that in context. And obviously today... Uh, that's no longer the hallmark of the American soul. The average American man today would be put to shame and likely killed by these hardened savages, okay? So if you're a man with a family, you need to know this. These men will kill you for your beliefs and they will rape your women and children with pride. And, and, more and more of these Men are pouring across, these military-age Islamic men are pouring into our country across the southern border every damn day. Hence the uptick in these sickening sorts of tales like, you know, the raping of toddlers in a public bathroom. Friends, it's, it's sad, it's sick, but we have to face it. And to deny the correlation between, you know, uh, rampant illegal immigration and the rise in crimes against innocent women and children, to deny that correlation would be to deny reality itself. Now, beyond that, we must grapple with the fact that this invasion at the southern border is being intentionally orchestrated for several purposes. Uh, First purpose is perhaps for the rich, pompous politicians like Jerry Nadler uh, to... They like cheap labor, right? He's out there saying, well, if we didn't have all these illegal immigrants, then I mean, come on, the potatoes would rot in the fields, you know what I mean? So you got scumbags like Jerry Nadler out there saying that we we need the cheap labor, and occasionally they admit kind of tacitly that this great invasion is because, 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 because they need more, more people. They need more slaves, more serfs, more servants, okay? And more ignorant peasants is what they need. Now, this, this great invasion of the southern border is, in fact, fueling a great replacement of the aging American workforce. And there's a, a little excerpt here I want to share from the Gateway Pun, and I think it spell, uh, spells it out pretty good. It's, it's quoting Nadler, Jerry Nadler, Democrat from New York. And it says, the article says, quote, we, uh, it says Jerry Nadler, quote, We need immigrants in this country. Our vegetables would rot in the ground if they weren't being picked by many illegal immigrants. End quote. Direct quote. Now, Nadler also admitted the great replacement theory is a real thing. He says, and I quote, The fact is that the birth rate in this country is way below replacement level, which means our population is going to start shrinking and the ratio ratio of people on Social Security and Medicare is going to increase relative to the number of people supporting them. That's what Nadler said, again, end quote. So 
He's saying we need to replace our aging workforce and we need illegal immigrants to pick the vegetables out of the fields. <laughs> that's, why, that's what he said, you know. Now, of course, the leftists would have you believe that the great replacement theory is a bunch of racist garbage. But in reality, just look around, you know, look around and listen to people who don't have their heads buried up their collective asses. And you might see for yourself what's really going on here. You know, now, if you went looking for the information, then you would probably be hard pressed. I, I, a matter of fact, I did a search today for, uh, you know, the blah, 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 great replacement theory and all that. And I, and I put a video in the report today. Hopefully that comes through. But it says uh, that basically, basically the first hundred results all say that the great replacement theory is racist. It's a racist Republican policy, basically. Uh, but I don't want to get lost in the weeds here. So let's go ahead and zoom out, shall we? Zoop! We want to go out because I want to come back to the point that this is what they want along with the cheap labor and the ref- and refreshing the workforce in order to cover the insolvent costs of cradle-to-grave entitlements that have been used to buy Democrat votes for the last several decades, I think the second and more sinister purpose of providing safe passage, free health care, and free housing to millions of illegal immigrants is simply to add fuel to the fire of the Cultural Revolution. Friends, they're not just replacing demographics. They are replacing our cultural values. They are replacing traditional American beliefs. And I'm not talking just Christian beliefs. The the traditional American values of individualism and rugged independence, these values are being replaced by the Marxist cultural values of collectivism and dependence upon the state. By positioning the state as the protectors of all of these criminals, oh, these poor migrants, oh, we need, we need to feed them and clothe them and, and you know, kick the kids out of school and, and, and so the migrants have a place to stay and all that. By positioning the state as their protector and painting anyone who opposes this invasion as a rabid racist or a white supremacist, uh, the people who are orchestrating this invasion, the global cabal, they are essentially importing reliable Democrat voters. They're importing reliable, useful idiots, in other words. Uh, I mean, after all, you know, it was, a, it was the Democrats who invited them in. It was it was the Democrats who gave them food, clothing and shelter. It it was the Democrats who literally kicked kids out of school so these illegal criminals could have a nice warm place to stay. And of course, most importantly, it was the Democrats who who kept these criminals safe from the discrimination and hate of all those racist Republicans. (laughs) Ah, It's maddening. Drives me nuts. Uh, But in the end, since the left is always playing the long game, friends, here. That's why it's so important we pick our heads up and look at the long game. These millions upon millions of illegal aliens pouring across our border, coming in with their handout, they're ultimately going to be happy to comply and obey their masters so long as they keep getting fed, so long as they receive the occasional pat on the head. The vast majority of these illegal criminals are going to vote accordingly. Okay, they're going to vote for Democrats. So the case in point here, I don't know if he's caught the news. Arizona allows non-citizens to vote in the federal election. Well, there you go. You know, there you have it. So what the hell are we supposed to do? How do we make sense of all of this? Well, friends, we know that it is illegal for these people to be coming into the country. They're breaking the law. 
Uh, it's illegal for them to be using taxpayer dollars to bust them all around the country. It's illegal for them to be kicking kids out of publicly funded schools so these illegals have a place to stay. Okay, so we know it's illegal, and thus we can conclude that lawlessness abounds. And we know that all of this is undermining American culture. It's importing criminals, and thus we can conclude that this is in fact a very hostile act. And not only that, friends, we know that all of this is intentional. I mean, how could it not be intentional, right? And thus, we can rightly conclude that this orchestrated invasion is an open act of treason. And the penalty for treason is, drumroll please, death. Okay? Death has been a just penalty for treason and for other heinous crimes, and this death for treason has withstood centuries of legal scrutiny. And as a matter of fact, it's still a law that's on the books today. I'm reading directly from uh, 18 U.S. Code 2381 on treason. And it says, I quote, whoever owing allegiance to the United States levies war against them or adheres to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort within the United States or elsewhere is guilty of treason and shall suffer death. Okay? So, you know, you read that directly out of the U.S. Code, you know, the penalty for treason is death. And there are two questions that immediately come to mind here. First, is it in any way extreme or unjust to say that the penalty for treason is death? Obviously not, since it's not, it's the law of the land. And not only that, it's, it's natural law. The second question that comes to mind is, do the acts that we've been talking about here, everything that's been going on in the world, does that rise to the level of treason? Well, I don't know. You know, I'm not a lawyer. What do you think? You know, are the corrupt politicians adhering to the enemies of the United States? Is our corrupt political class working in cahoots with the secret cabal that is intentionally undermining the United States? Is, is, not, is that not giving them aid and comfort, our enemies aid and comfort within the United States? Friends, is this not treason? I, I, can't, I can't help but come to the conclusion. It seems kind of obvious here. But I want to end today uh, with a little more food for thought, friends. I, I, I contend that our corrupt ruling class is adhering to the enemies of America for both profit and power. I contend that they are giving the globalists aid and comfort both within our borders and abroad. And that said, Given the weight of all of this, I feel inclined to offer some evidence as succinctly as possible. Friends, there is a secret global cabal working to undermine the United States. They've said so themselves. I put the Torch Report 274 for your reference. They have openly declared that there will be no peace if we try to retain our national sovereignty. Again, their words, not mine, Torch Report 376. And then countries all around the world currently right now are being told to forfeit their national sovereignty. Again, Torch Report 376. You don't have to take my word for it, friends. All of this is above board stuff. None of it's crazy. None of it's conspiratorial. It's just the cold, hard facts. The global cabal, the secret global cabal, have told us what they intend to do. They aim to subjugate the American population to international authority by replacing the U.S. Constitution with woke global policies that consolidate power and control in the hands of the ruling class elite. And just to be clear, there are plenty of useful idiots out there uh, who, who have adhered to this plot. You know, I put some links in there. Uh, you know, is it time to scrap the U.S. Constitution? The Smithsonian says, should the Constitution be scrapped. Uh, American Civil Liberties, they say, Constitution has failed. It's time for a new one. 
scholars warn of the dangers of an outdated constitution. The New York Times says, let's abolish the constitution. Friends, are these attitudes not a direct threat to the United States of America? Where do you think these ideas come from? Do you think this idea is gaining or losing steam? Friends, as I've discussed many times before, there is a time when liberty beckons us all. There is a time when the only way out is through and when we need to search our souls and gain wisdom for the hard times. The fact is our nation is under a direct attack from an enemies, uh, both foreign and domestic. Friends, we are at war, however you choose to define it and in order to preserve the blessings of liberty for future generations, good men must step up. There are savages ravaging our nation right now. Lady Liberty is being horrifically abused, and you need to ask yourself, what are you going to do about it? Understand this. No one is safe until justice is served, and that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to thetortureport.com. Find that heart, click that heart, and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this fabulous Friday. Have a wonderful weekend, friends. I look forward to talking to you again soon.